An entitled Karen steals our rental car after a valet driver gives it to her by accident. And even after she was contacted and told that she needs to give back our vehicle, she still decided to take a joyride for almost two hours. Things escalated to the point where we even had to call the police just to get our car back. And I've honestly never been more frustrated in my life. Here's what happened. So I was staying at a hotel with mandatory valet parking. After checking out, my wife and I went to pick up the car and saw the exact exact same make, model, and color vehicle that we had rented pulling away. We joked that it was our car, but we didn't think anything of it because there's no way that could be our car, right? The valet attendant goes to retrieve our vehicle and pulls up with a vehicle with the same make and color, but with a different model. And that's when some red flags kind of popped off in our head. We immediately let him know and he checks the ticket as well as the keys and the cars in the lot. And it was about at this point that we all realized that the valet had gotten our car swapped around. We did, in fact, watch this lady pull away with our rental car. This entitled Karen somehow didn't realize that the car she was now driving had a full body makeover, had also somehow grown two additional doors, and had a weaker engine. Her new rental was also missing some of her belongings. The hotel contacted this entitled Karen to let her know of the valet's mistake within 10 minutes, and she indicated she would return immediately. Based on the entitled Karen's location, it should have taken her about 20 to 30 minutes minutes to get there and back. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. After an hour elapsed, this entitled Karen had not returned with the car. And as a result, the police had to be called. The hotel contacted the entitled Karen again, and she said she was just a few minutes away. The police said this was not a stolen vehicle issue, and to call back if the car isn't returned or if it's damaged. Another 30 minutes elapsed, and the Karen was still joyriding in our rental car, so we contacted the police again, and they finally dispatched a unit to take some statements. The entitled Karen once again told the hotel she was just a few minutes away. The officer arrived after about 15 minutes and called the Karen. She was told to have the car back in 10 minutes or it would be reported as stolen. When asked about why she was taking so long to return, she indicated that the hotel didn't notify her about the error until she left town about 45 minutes away. Now, we knew this was a lie based on earlier conversations with the hotel and the fact that we saw her pull away. The entitled Karen finally returned with a rental car after about two hours. She blew up at the valet attendant over having the police involved, but she didn't realize that it was actually my wife and I that called the police to have them involved, and it could have all been avoided if she just returned our car immediately. She quickly swapped out our keys and drove off in the correct vehicle, avoiding interaction with the police officer. We thoroughly inspected the vehicle and noted that there were no damages, but she did burn about a third of her tank of gas and left some garbage in there, which was honestly just super annoying. The officer explained to us that during his call, the entitled Karen stated that she had decided not to return immediately after being contacted by the hotel. She didn't want to be further inconvenienced by the valet's error and ran her errands, despite knowing that other hotel guests were waiting on her to return the rental car. He was surprised by her entitlement, but said that she did nothing criminal, which honestly blew our minds. The hotel and the valet took full responsibility for the situation and appropriately reimbursed us for the inconvenience. Aside from the lost time, the officer indicated that any further action would be civil in nature and between us and the valet company. We unfortunately could not take any action against this Karen. Now, while fault lies with the valet attendant, absolutely, I just can't wrap my mind around how oblivious one must be to still take the wrong rental car and the sense of entitlement that one must have 
have to run your errands after being notified of the vehicle swap. We seriously wish there was more we could do when it comes to this entitled Karen. That really is frustrating. I can't imagine someone taking my car and deciding, you know what, I'm going to leave for two hours, even after being contacted like 10 minutes in, that no, you have the wrong vehicle. And by the way, how on earth do you not realize you're in the wrong car? There's two additional doors and it's a weaker engine. And none of your normal belongings are in the car in the first place. Like you would seriously have to be crazy to miss that in the first place. And what kind of attitude is that from this entitled Karen? She literally took the rental car and instead of being, I don't know, a reasonable human being, she decided, oh, I'm going to go run some errands. Like what on earth are you talking about? Honestly, I almost wish the original poster had taken this lady's car and said, you know what? We're going to go run some errands too. While also explaining that it will only take an hour. Absolutely ridiculous behavior. And it's honestly awful that the original poster had to deal with this in the first place. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out. Link down below in the description. An entitled Karen destroys two rooms in our hotel, thus kicking off a rat race of her claiming that she shouldn't be charged all these fees in some kind of weird attempt for this entitled Karen to try and game the system. And I honestly can't believe the way she acted. Here's what happened. So to start off, I'll tell you that my hotel has three floors. The first floor consists of pet-friendly rooms only. The second floor, in which we occasionally put pets in some of the rooms if the rooms on the first floor are full. But otherwise, there's no pets allowed up there. And the third floor, which is completely pet-free. It's our hypoallergenic floor. Guests without pets, who may be allergic or sensitive to animals, can be assured that the third floor does not house any pets whatsoever. Okay, now on to the guest in question. Let's call her Karen. Karen checks in at 4 in the morning. The night auditor said she wanted a price match for an online rate. The online rate was for the incorrect day, so we couldn't honor it. But this entitled Karen kept fighting. So the night auditor called the manager and asked them. And the manager said, yeah, whatever. It's only $92. It's fine. I don't want to waste time arguing with this lady over $10. The entitled Karen gets checked in. And since she denies having a pet, she's put on the third floor. Her initial reservation was for two nights. And she did not leave her room for two entire days. Somehow, the entitled Karen snuck a little dog up into her room after being checked in. And like I said, she never left the room for the entire stay. After two days, the Karen came down to ask for an extension. Since the initial reservation was through a prepaid third party, we had to make her a new reservation. And while making her a new reservation, this Karen let it slip that she had a dog. And that was a big mistake on her part. It was explained to her that she had to move down to the first floor. And as you can probably guess, she was immediately upset and annoyed by all of this and demanded to know why she couldn't just stay where she was. And it was explained once again that dogs were not allowed on the third floor. After some more whining, she was told that she'd move to the first floor or move to another hotel. So with her choices very clearly laid out, she chose the first floor. She had refused housekeeping while she was on the third floor. That's not uncommon. But the report I got from the housekeepers was definitely something else. Like I said, this Karen did not leave the room for two days. So that stupid dog was stuck in that room as well for two days. So where in the room do you think the dog relieved itself? Well, she let the dog go to the bathroom on the bed. That's right, folks. This little puppy hopped up on the bed and left us a present. And not only did this Karen allow the dog to do that, she also fed the dog while in her bed. Cut up pieces of hot dog to be exact. And this Karen ate her own food in the bed as well. And just as a bonus, she also set the supervisory fire alarm off one night and she frantically called the front desk and apologized, explaining that she had lit a candle and didn't realize it would set off the alarm. So housekeeping 
Jane went into the room to find the sheets completely ruined by dog presence, as well as cut up bits of hot dog and various other foods and crumbs and stains. And the bathroom towels, they were also covered in smeared dog mess, as well as food stains. Every flat surface in the room was dirty and very sticky. The housekeeper assigned to laundry that day said that she could smell the sheets before they were even the whole way down the laundry chute. A pet fee was added to this woman's room, and she had to sign a pet policy, which detailed our fee at the top of the page, and she signed it without a word. The sheets, to everyone's surprises, came out of the wash completely clean. Although the towels didn't make it, they were unsalvageable and had to be discarded. Management decided it was appropriate to charge this lady the $20 needed for us to replace the towels, which honestly sounds reasonable to me. This Karen stays in the first floor room for the night, and then wants to make a new reservation for an additional two nights. She won't extend her stay, she just wants a whole new reservation for reasons unknown to me. There's no benefit to creating a new reservation rather than extending the current one, but she demanded it, so whatever, and I learned a long time ago that you need to pick your battles in this field. So she stays the extra night, then packs her stuff and heads out. And guess what? Housekeeping found that the room was in a similar state to the one on the third floor, which was honestly unsurprising. The entitled Karen calls the hotel the next day and actually demands to know why she was charged $25 plus tax, all for this pet fee that she suddenly was just not aware of. But I don't know, Karen. Maybe it's because you had a pet with you. Maybe that's why you got charged for a pet fee. Have you considered that recently? Well, the entitled Karen was angry and said that her dog was a service dog and not a pet. She said she wanted the fee dropped because we aren't allowed to charge for a service dog. And honestly, it's sadly so very easy for people to gain the system since we can only ask people with service dogs two questions. And those questions are as follows. Do you have this animal due to a disability? And what tasks has this animal been trained to perform? And that is all we can ask. Nothing else. And this entitled Karen knew that and still gained the system. She really claimed that her small dog, who went to the bathroom all over the bed repeatedly, was a service dog. Which honestly was not very convincing if you ask me. And since we can't ask any other questions, we ultimately had to drop the pet fee. The next evening, the entitled Karen drives herself back to the hotel, busts through the door like the Kool-Aid man, and throws two damp, discolored towels up on the front desk counter. The entitled Karen said she was upset that she was charged $20 just because the towels accidentally got mixed up in her laundry. And then she immediately launched into saying that the pet fee hadn't been dropped and it needed to be dropped immediately because it was a service dog. I explained that the fee was reversed, but would take some time to be reflected in her account. She hops onto her mobile banking app, pulls up a charge, and then turns her phone to show it to me. She looks at me and says, there, do you see it? And the charge she was referring to was a transaction at a local subway. I look at it and I say, uh, no, I don't see it. And she looked and said, whoops, and pulled up charges again and pulled her phone out once again and asked me if I saw it, which was honestly all just really rude. And it was still the same subway transaction. No, ma'am, I still don't see it. But the third time's the charm. And she finally pulled up the pet fee, which quite literally just said pet fee, $26.50. I again explained to her that it was indeed reversed, but it would take time for it to show up in her account. And then she launched straight into saying that the price of the room was incorrect for the first night. She was charged $92, but the woman at the front desk had agreed to $80 because she was only here for seven hours that night. Lady, seven hours is a night. It's the whole night. Some people stay shorter times than that and pay the whole night. Like, come on, are you kidding? And then she kept saying there were things wrong with the other charges on her card. Keep in mind that she has three different folios on three different reservations. 
observations. So I was jumping back and forth between all three, just trying to follow along with her awful logic. I tried to explain what an authorization hold was, and she freaked out, thinking that we had frozen her bank account. And I honestly facepalmed when she said that. I couldn't help it. She just wouldn't stop rambling. Finally, I decided that I couldn't help her myself with everything that she wanted help with. So I interrupted her, and I said to her, Ma'am, I don't think I personally will be able to help you with any of this. Adjustments to the charges beyond glaring mistakes have to be taken up with management. She says to me, Oh, I know. I just want to make sure you know exactly what my problem is. Now, did this entitled Karen seriously say that she has a singular problem? Lady, you have multiple problems. Multiple fabricated problems. As if I don't know she is retroactively lying about everything. We are not stupid. Thank you very much. She then went straight back to rambling about the charges. And I tried to ask if the phone number listed on her reservation was the best way to contact her. But she kept rambling over me. So I just kept saying, ma'am, excuse me, ma'am, I'm asking you a question. Eventually, she stopped and said, yes, that phone number is fine. So I looked at her and I said, awesome. I'll have my manager call you with more information. Hope you have a good day. And that was basically my subtle hint, implying that she should probably just leave. She then huffed and puffed and said to me, well, okay, but I am mad about being charged $20 for those towels. They just got mixed in with my own laundry accidentally. I'd like that charge to be dropped. And she gestured to the damp and discolored towels on the counter. I said I would happily pass it along to the manager. Anyways, the punchline is that those weren't even the towels we charged her for. We charged her $20 for the towels that she ruined on the third floor. We hadn't even realized that she stole towels from the room on the first floor. She brought in the stolen towels we hadn't even realized that she stole. And she asked for the charges to be dropped. And those ones were also unsalvageable. So guess who got charged another $20 for additional towels? That's right. It's this entitled Karen. But hopefully this gets resolved without me being involved. Because that lady was absolutely obnoxious. And I honestly hope I never have to deal with her ever again. Wow, that lady seriously is crazy. And that was seriously like the perfect storm of stupid. Like she was completely unwilling to follow the rules and was trying to honestly game the system the entire time. That is so disgusting in my opinion. And the fact that she tried to pretend like her dog was a service dog or something like that is seriously so low. That's so disturbing. And it gives such a bad look for people who actually do have a service dog. There are people out there who really do have service dogs who deal with all kinds of discrimination. So when someone does something like that, it seriously only hurts people who actually do have a service dog. Absolutely atrocious behavior. Like seriously, she was trying to pull all this garbage just to get a few dollars off of her stay. And how can she honestly go back to that hotel after destroying two rooms and treating everybody like garbage? So hopefully the manager takes care of this and hopefully she never comes back to that place ever again because she sounds obnoxious and you can bet if she ever does stay at your hotel again, she will only ruin the room and claim that it's everyone else's fault. My entitled dad has been awful my entire childhood and when I simply couldn't take it anymore, I decided to leave my house and try and make it over to my mom's house instead. And as a result, the police got called after my dad wouldn't stop following me in his car and I honestly hated the entire situation. Here's what happened. So this is a story of how the police finally decided to step up and do their jobs after years of buying my awful father's BS whenever the cops were called. So I ran away from home for the upteenth time because of my dad's behavior and was heading to my mom's friend's house which was only a few blocks away when my dad starts following me in his car driving next to me and just acting incredibly rude. I wanted someone to intervene so I yelled at him and I said you are not my father and I screamed this as loud as I could because my mom had 
taught me to say that when I was a kid, if anything bad were to happen to me. So I get about four blocks down the road, and I'm jogging at this point, because I'm so tired, and a group of very nice ladies had seen my dad following me from down the block, and had called the police. I find out they called, and just sit and wait on the swings for the police to come. The police eventually do show up, and they separate us. I start explaining calmly to the officer that my dad is awful, and he starts asking me questions as to why I ran away from home. I explained to him that my brother is also being awful to me and has been quite physical and my dad didn't do anything about it. He asked if I had any other witnesses and I explained that I had been talking to my mom when it happened and that she may be on a trip because she's a flight attendant. But I did tell them that I could call her. He tells me to call her and by some miracle my mom answers the phone. The officer tells me to then give him the phone and he talked to her for like 30 minutes. Anyways, he keeps saying, why didn't you report this? Why didn't you do anything about this? And my mom keeps having to explain that the court wouldn't do anything about it. So at one point, I looked over and my dad is across the street looking more and more unbalanced. This was honestly the first time that I had not seen my entitled dad looking completely calm and relaxed while in front of the police. He keeps calling out and making stuff up about my mental health. At one point, the officer asked me if I feel the way that my dad is describing. So I calmly look at him and I say, no, I'm fine. The officer I'm with looks at the other officer and says, it's fine. She's fine. In the meantime, the officer with me starts making plans to take me to my grandmother's house and my mom will come pick me up after she gets off from her trip. So they put me in the police car, take me to my dad's house, go and get my stuff with me waiting in the car and then take me to my grandmother's house for the weekend who ends up taking me to the zoo the next day. My mom tried to get the officers to come and testify in court, but they were busy with another case at the time. My mom did pull the file, but it just said that I was removed from my dad's home as a precautionary basis. CPS never did follow up with what my dad did and the way he acted, and after that, my mom started making excuses not to go over to my dad's every weekend. That is, until I turned 18 at the time. Thankfully, I'm an adult now, and I don't plan on having anything to do with my awful father ever again. Good for the original poster for taking the steps necessary to get away from their awful parent. It sounds like at the time of this story and the way that things went down, things were obviously very intense and it was so bad that they felt the need to get out of the house and try and get away from their dad. And it's funny because you know what? The dad was obviously trying to make you sound crazy or make it sound like you have some kind of mental problems or mental health crisis, probably just to try and get you locked up or to cause them to try and make you get into some kind of institution. Also, he could try and look good as the father, as if he's trying to go out there to try and protect you, which obviously was not the case. This story really was the perfect storm of stuff that was going wrong all at once. I mean, think about it. The mom's a flight attendant, she's away from home, and so the kid who is not an adult yet has to deal with their awful father, as well as the fact that he is basically not active in this person's life. And that's not fair for them in the slightest. They honestly deserve to have a father that's going to be there for them, and is going to actively try and make an effort to be involved in their life. So I think in essence, this story truly is sad because this dad could have been so much more, but instead he decided to be an active jerk in this person's life and cause a lot of frustration and a lot of contention, which is absolutely not the original poster's fault. So good for them for doing what they needed to do to get away from them. And hopefully now that they're an adult, they can make the choice to stay away from this guy and try and have a happier and more peaceful life. Because based on what was described, this guy sounds like an awful father. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications 
so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.